So uh, more corporates, like the, the fallout just continues for Hockey Canada, right? Like we've been following this now for uh, for months, it seems like, or at least, def- de- uh, you know, certainly weeks. But more corporate sponsors and provincial hockey organizations are pulling their dollars out of Hockey Canada over its mishandling of alleged sexual assaults. The latest sportswear giant uh, Nike has suspended its partnership, saying it believes significant and substantive action is required to support athletes and transform hockey for future generations. Hockey equipment maker Bauer says it's monitoring developments after pausing financial sponsorship of the World Junior Hockey Championship last summer. Hockey Nova Scotia, Hockey Quebec, Hockey Ontario, Hockey New Brunswick all saying that they've lost confidence in the leadership and suspending the transfer of funds to the organization. Today, in Alberta, because we've been waiting to hear what Hockey Alberta was going to do. Well, this is what Hockey Alberta said, that they're going... uh, Well, first off, that that a lack of change from Hockey Canada may lead to it withholding participant fees. Hockey Alberta says it's requested Hockey Canada take certain actions and provide answers by specific deadlines. So on this front, how do you know, there's a lot of hockey parents out there right now, a lot of you listening to the show. How do we make this better? What needs to be done? Um, you know, do you, do you burn down the organization, start over? But I'm curious to know at a local level as well, what do we do to, you know, change culture? Well, the Alberta Junior Hockey League is taking steps towards doing that and fighting sexual violence. It has teamed up with the Alberta Council of Women's Shelters. Jill Schillebert is a leading change call to action coordinator with the ACWS. Jill joining us this afternoon. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jalen, for having me. Really happy to be here. Oh boy, oh boy, Jill. Uh, give me an idea. This part, this partnership formed before um, we found out word of the scandal surrounding Hockey Canada, didn't it? It absolutely did. Mm. Um, We've been working with Hockey Alberta off and on in different ways for a number of years. Um, And last year, we were lucky enough to partner with the Blackfalls Bulldogs. Mm -hmm. So at the time, they were the newest team in the AJHL. uh, And we were working with their players. Uh, We met with them multiple times during the year, talking about issues around gender-based violence, around assault, around consent, and also around uh, healthy masculinities. So we did that pilot program with with that team last year. And this year, we're really proud to say that uh, Ryan Bartoshek, the commissioner of the AJHL, has committed to us working with all 16 teams in the league. So we'll be talking to teams from Fort McMurray all the way through Brooks um, and uh, getting really digging into these issues uh, and helping these guys understand uh, the complexities of this issue, but also how they can be leaders in making culture change that will make the world safer for everyone, not just for women and girls, but for all of us. I have so many questions for you, Jill and only so much time to get to it here. When we talk about uh, giving players the tools to recognize and prevent gender-based violence to be better leaders, what does that look like? It can look like a lot of different things, Jalen. It's really getting them to understand at, at the first cut what is 
gender-based violence? What is domestic violence? We use a lot of these words when we're talking, you know, socially right now and we're, we talk about assaults, but a lot of people still don't understand the scope of what that is and how broad it can be and how it's really a problem that is occurring all across this province. Our member shelters are always dealing with people on the front lines who are experiencing violence. It's a very pervasive issue. So we want to really get that understanding of what is this and then give them the tools as bystanders or active upstanders um, to be able to intervene when they're seeing violence happen, whether it's really uh, small sort of isolated items, like somebody is even just making sexist jokes or something like that, being able to call out and call in that behavior, but also really getting them to understand a lot of other issues around how they might want to choose to leave their own lives, how yeah. they can work to uh, better understand it and um, achieve consent when they're engaging in activities um, and they can uh, you know understand why that's important and what that sounds like and what that looks like and really importantly how to respect a no yeah in Jill, um, consent, I mean, to me, you know, that's that's a starting point and that's got to be something that I think that we, we teach our our, uh, our our youngsters at a, at a, at a young age. I think that, that is something that is just integral to all of this. And so when you're when you're talking to, you know, teens, when you're talking to hockey players, how do you explain consent to them? It shouldn't be that hard, but apparently it is. <laughs> really? Well, well, you know, I, I work with a really amazing team uh, here at the Alberta Council of Women's Shelters, and we all talk about this all of the time. And so uh, for those of us who are thinking about these issues, it seems really obvious. But for yeah. people who don't think about it, you know, they don't understand always. And, you know, this isn't just um, one group of people that does or doesn't understand. But a, a lot of people aren't aware that, you know, consent, a relationship isn't a de facto uh, issuing of consent. Mm -hmm. You have to have consent with every time you're engaging in, in sexual activity. They uh, need to understand that consent can be withdrawn at any time and that it's not a personal attack or a statement on someone's um, uh, someone's masculinity or someone's sexuality. It's really just somebody has opted that this is not what they want to do and we can respect their autonomy in that regard. And so that's why we talk a lot about how to how to hear a no how to respond respectfully to a no, um, how to move forward when you're in a relationship from a no, uh, and, and not to take that as an individual rejection, um, but to take that as a, this is not what we're going to do right now, and that's okay. I'm not going to try to coerce you or convince you into it. And getting forward with uh, sexual activity in particular, it's, it's not an achievement. It's not a score. Mm -hmm. It's an agreement. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Such important um, conversation, so, Jill. Gosh. Yeah. So important. So, I mean, you, 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 you hear about uh, being able to work with all of the teams this year, and that is, that, is, that is great news. Does that give you optimism that culture change can happen, is happening? You know, Jaylen, I'll be honest with you, I don't think I could do my job if I weren't an optimist. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but I, I will say absolutely this does. And I'm so encouraged by, um, by the AJHL and their commitment to having us out with all the teams. We've worked with other sports teams in the past. We've had a long-standing relationship with the Calgary Stampeders. They've been great mm -hmm. partners of ours in, in this work and taking it out to communities and to schools. And we know that there's a lot of work to be done. And so that's why we're 
really grateful to have the support of the Canadian Women's Foundation, who's directed some funding our way to help uh, help us do this. We're still looking for more sponsors, of course, but um, you know, the more that we can put into prevention, the less we have to put into intervention. And what we really want to do is get ahead of this problem, prevent violence before it happens, and get to that vision that we have as an organization of a world that's free from violence and abuse. Mm-hmm. If people want to find out more, Jill, if they're listening to this, maybe they're running an organization, maybe they're running a team, uh, you know, in, you know, somewhere across the province, maybe it's in Calgary, maybe it's in Edmonton, maybe it's in Brooks, maybe it's in Fort McMurray. They're tuning in this afternoon on this province-wide conversation. How can they, how can they find out more information? How can they access the services that the ACWS is, is offering and, and doing such a great job on? So our website's really easy to find. It's acws.ca. And you can get a hold of my team at leadingchange at acws.ca. We do training and supports, workshops, policy development, whether it's for a workplace, a community group, a sports team, a school. Uh, We're happy to meet people where they're at, start this conversation, and have all Albertans leading from where they stand to make culture change. Important work, Jill. Thank you for being a part of doing it. I appreciate your time this afternoon. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much. Yeah, take care. Jill Shillabear joining us this afternoon with the Alberta Council of Women's Shelters. Some great work being done, and uh, and it's it's great to hear. It's great to hear that it's happening.